Alright. <clears throat> Hello, it's me, Mammoth, and welcome to the second... I have a pen. Yep, no, the, no, the second ever episode of Edible Things, featuring Watson. Um, so, the last, the first episode came out on January the 1st, 2016. It's been a whole year since we recorded it. Watson, how's 2016 been for you? Everyone's died. Yes, pretty much. I haven't. No. Mm. The world can keep turning. It can. It can. We've lost um, some great, some great people, but we're not, we're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk no, about, not. we're here to talk about recipes. Uh, well, um, recipes that people can do at home themselves. And today, to establish the formula, because his his thing is that the first one did not. It was awful. Everything was too quiet. We didn't know what we were doing. This is the episode. Yeah, this is the episode where we establish a formula, and then the idea is that each week we can have someone different on, or each year we can have someone different on, and they. Yeah, we'll go too crazy and go one every twice a year. Yes. I know. Too much, man. They bring a recipe with them, and they take us through their recipe. Think of the the possibilities. Exactly. But today it's me giving you my recipe, and I've chosen my infamous gingerbread biscuits. My I don't have a pen. Okay, that's good. My gingerbread. Don't worry, I found a pen. My gingerbread has changed my life uh, in no way at all. Um. But I actually, I made some two days ago. It's the m most recent time I've made some. It's the best gingerbread. Oh, my God. And the best thing about it is that it makes, like, 40. You can you can easily make 40 biscuits ah, yes. out of one batch of dough. Quantity over quality. It's quality and quantity. They are oh, fantastic. Okay. Unlike your no-bake brownies where you do actually have to bake it um, I didn't say they were no bake these are fantastic alright so I'm going to go through the ingredients are you ready okay there's like there's like six ingredients okay oh, you need three, three 350 grams of plain flour which is okay. For your information, I first put a B. It's not plain flour. No, hang on, I've messed up. You've met. Okay. Okay. There we go. It's all right. I fixed. Which is it says plain flour now. twelve ounces. Uh, in case you're interested, because that's how old this book is. This is a fantastic book, but it is very old. I can't even tell when it came out. You also need. Uh, 100 grams of butter or margarine, a.k.a. stalk. Just 100 grams of stalk. Yes. 175 grams of soft light brown sugar, which is a... a soft light brown sugar. Soft light brown sugar, which is a magical sugar that um, you never seem to have when you look in the cupboard for it. You always have to yeah. pop off to Tesco's. Or you, or you have just enough that you need to then go out to the shop and buy some more. Yes. It's a magical, magical ingredient. Um, yes. Then you need one teaspoon of bicarb of soda. That's that's what, soda. that's what gives it the rise, because we're using plain flour, so we need it to rise. 
Or is that baking powder? What do you mean? I think baking powder is the one that... No, I think baking powder is the one that makes it rise. Bicarb can also act as a rising agent. Okay. Give you, give me your geology knowledge. What's that got to do with baking powder and bicarb? I don't know. It's like rocks and stuff. And minerals. But soda is like lime, yeah? Lime? Yeah. L lime stone, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Limestone. That's a geology yeah, word. Yeah. It's a geology word. Right, yeah. So geologist. Okay. There we go. Um, you also need okay, two teaspoons of ground ginger. Ground now you see, ginger. this is important because without it, ginger? no. But you like, can grind some real ginger. He's, he's, a, he's a prick. I can grind it up well. Yes, you can. Um... How much ginger was it? I wasn't listening to you. Two teaspoons. That's twice twice the amount of ginger as there is bicarb. Crazy. Mate, that's ten grams. Yes, it is. Or that is I one one dessert spoon worth of ground ginger. Yes. You also need on here, but I'm not going one egg. One whole egg. I nearly forgot the egg when I made this two days ago. Um, don't do that. It's my top tip. Top tips with mammoth. Don't forget the egg. And also There's don't forget. Egg. Not in your gingerbreads. Yes. On your face. Yes, you would. Not literally, but well, well, maybe literally. And then the final. I don't know where you put it. The final ingredient is four tablespoons of golden syrup. Four tablespoons. How many grams is that? Four tablespoons. Well, a tablespoon's fifteen, so it'll be sixteen. There we go. He's a maths man. He is. It says golden syrup or maple syrup, but maple syrup's so expensive, and we've never had any, so I've it never used maple good. syrup. Um, I have some maple syrup because I have it on porridge, but... God. You could just put golden syrup on, though. Well, yeah, but I think golden syrup is going to be more, more reliable, because... I don't know. <laughs> Your... Maple syrup has a different sort of sweetness, I think. Yeah, it's nicer. I have maple syrup on crackers, on toast. You just said you could never have maple syrup. What? Oh, no, golden syrup. We're getting confused. Right. Okay. Four tablespoons of golden syrup or maple syrup, and there, that's all the ingredients you need. Wait, isn't that seven, not six? One, two, three, four, five, six... Yeah, it is seven. And then it says here, okay. makes about... Ah, I know, it's because you forgot the egg last time. Oh, right, yes, that's it. It says, makes about 20 biscuits, but what it actually means is makes about 40 biscuits. Um, well, it depends so on how thick you want them. Yeah, that's why yeah. I, I always think I am, but I don't know. Um, okay, so to start with... Here we go, get ready. You want to uh, rub your baking sheets in stalk. Shouldn't you wash your hands? No, forget that. That's stupid. Okay. Never wash it, yes. I mean, once I come back from playing in the sandpit, yes. I'm going to need to, uh, you know. Um, we actually had a, like, uh, we got this, like, margarine spray. 
like baking spray. It was Flora, like a year ago, and it was amazing. You just spray the baking sheet, and that's it. It's all like grease and stuff. But we don't have that anymore. So instead, you just have to get your paper towel and rub margarine by hand on the baking sheets. I see. Okay, you've got that. And then you turn your yes. oven to 190 degrees Celsius. Is that a fan oven or a conventional oven? This is a conventional oven. So for a fan oven, you probably want about 170. 170. Nice. 180 maybe. We're just Take away 20 degrees, that's how you do. Oh, right. This book is yeah. so old it gives you the gas mark as well. Was that gas mark five or something? I can't read. It's it's covered up by like flour. Gas mark five. Yes. Oh, look at that! I'm like a wizard. He is. It's unbelievable. <clears throat> don't do what I did last time, which was don't turn on the oven until it's ready to go in the oven because I forgot. Although. Yeah, although if you have a fan oven, it's. Don't it is. Much no. Okay, then you want to sieve the flour and ginger and the bicarb into a bowl. Pretty okay. pretty simple so stuff. Flour and the bicarb. And, and the, the ginger. ginger, yes. Okay. And then you want to add the the stalk. Add the stalk. Because that's what any right. sensible person would use. Well, I have to kill it. Yes. Take the baby. Yep. Save that okay. for later. Can I just discard that for later? Yes. Or should I just like grind it ready for use for decorating? No, because it'll curdle. Oh yeah. Silly me. Yes. I haven't used baby in a while. I've been no. using orphans. Yes. Um. Right. Okay. And then you want to you want to rub the butter or the the stalk into the flour with your fingers until it. It looks like fine breadcrumbs. Have you ever seen fine breadcrumbs? Oh, yes. yes, I observe them on a regular basis. It's the classic breadcrumb technique. Quite lengthy, takes yes. quite a long time, but it's very satisfying to see your to see it turn into fine breadcrumbs. Yes, it's like you're weaving silk. Yes. Or whatever you do for silk to make it <coughs> silkier silk. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't weave silk. So after you've done that, you stir the sugar into the bowl. So everything's, okay. it's just, everything's all like dry. It's all the dry stuff in one bowl, basically. It's the typical, put the, the put the dry, st uh, oh yeah, and that. Put the dry stuff in one bowl, put the non-dry stuff in the other bowl, and then you mix them, right? It's, cl it's classic. So, we're going to have to, we're going to have to do the golden syrup and the egg. So you break the egg right. into another bowl. A small bowl. Yes. Or a mug. Mm, I would not recommend it because then you have to add the syrup to the egg bowl and yes, beat them together well. Now, do you know my top tip for uh, adding syrup to a bowl? No. Okay, what you want to do is put the kettle on because obviously the right. kettle should already be on because you're making yourself a cup of tea to do this as you're yeah. as you're baking them but you heat heat your spoon your uh tablespoon oh, in the hot water That's what you're doing here, devil. and then the like head of the spoon is really hot because it's been in the hot water and the golden syrup just slides straight off the spoon it is it's like magic 
it just glides off the spoon. Oh, it's it's a sight to behold. It really is. It's something else. Um, so you add all four tablespoons. You beat them together well. You go pop, 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 pop with the, with a spoon, not like your fists or something. Um, right. Although I don't know, maybe you could. Um, you might get your fists a bit dirty. Yeah, because you wash your hands, obviously, because you're not. Yeah. Some savage. Um, a monster. So you stir in the eggy mixture into the flour. Classic. This will not curdle. It shouldn't curdle. I mean, I. Any time there's a possibility of it curdling, I make it curdle, and it it didn't didn't curdle. So it's relatively idiot proof. Yes, yes. I always manage to make everything curdle, and this doesn't. So I don't think it's possible, because right. there's okay. no milk, I guess. Um, right. So then you mix everything together after you've stirred it in with a metal spoon. If you use a wooden spoon, right. like I did, um, it's it's very unpleasant, and it will all just stick to the wooden spoon, and you have to scrape it off, and you have eggy hands. Oh no! Right. Unbelievable. Now at this point, right. what I like to do is add some cinnamon, a little sprinkling of cinnamon. A little bit of sprinkling of cinnamon, you say? I know, and you're thinking, what is cinnamon doing in a gingerbread biscuit? Is that what you're thinking? I am indeed thinking, gee, yeah. why are you putting cinnamon yeah. See? in gingerbread? He's thinking that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I just put it in because like I'm a madman, you know? No, no, that's that is that is just too far. Get out. Okay, apologise. Yeah. It's your recipe. <coughs> let's, let's so you mix seven. it, you mix it together, and eventually it will st sort of start to form a dough. At which point, what I do is I get rid of the spoon and I just use my hands, which are clean, obviously, to form an actual yeah. dough. You just press it together, and then you go, and it forms a like a ball. At this point, the dough is made, um, yes. but we still need to like layer it. I don't know what the technical term is. So you sprinkle your your clean work surface with flour, make sure it's clean, and you put the dough on it. Yes. And basically, you just get everything covered in flour. You cover your hands in flour. You cover the dough in flour. You cover the table in flour. It's great because it will. Yes, it will stick to everything if you don't. Literally everything. Just just take take a bag of flour and just pour it over your head. Honestly, that's the best way to do it. And what you sort of do is you get the you put the dough down, you get the palms of your hands and you push it away from you with the palms of your hands. And then you fold it on top of itself towards you. In half. Yes. And then you fold it from right to left. In half. Yes. Uh, there's like a in origami. Yes. This has a technical term. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called a, a valley fold. Um, a valley fold. And right. Although I think that's actually when you fold it like that and then you open it back up again. It's been a long time since I've done origami. 
but um, you just fold it in half a bunch, basically, and then you do it again. Then you just push it away from you. You fold it, you fold it, and then, no, you rotate it 90 degrees is what you do. And then you just keep doing that, just fold, fold, so it builds up like layers. You get me? Like layers upon layers, a crazy amount of layers, and you keep doing this until you're bored, at which point it's basically done. Alright? Now that's that's like it. At this point, what I do is I cut it in half and I put the rest in the fridge because it makes so many biscuits you can't fit them all on the two baking sheets. If you insist. Yes, trust me. Um, it makes quite a few. I've actually got half the dough still in my fridge. So any any of these days, I can just well, cook it, then eat it. Yeah, pop it out and in 20 minutes have myself a thousand gingerbread biscuits. I see. Um, wow. It is pretty swell. Um, okay, so <clears throat> now it's time to actually cut them. Maybe, maybe the reason it makes so many is because I always go for the smallest possible cookie cutter That's to get baby. to get as many as possible. I mean, it's like it's like a tiny one. It's like a circle, right. known for being small shapes, circles. Uh, maybe it's because they think you're going to use like big gingerbread men shapes, which are massive. Because if you did, you then it wouldn't circles. make very many. I just use tiny circles. Right. So, so making gingerbread heads. Basically, yeah. No, well, they're 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 they're, they're crimped. Like they're they're crimped at the edges, so it's like a twenty, okay. a fifty-point star. I was actually looking for some like chess pieces ones, cookie cutters, to make for the big boys, but um, I decided not to. It's a real shame. But yeah, whatever cookie cutter you want, Watson, you can you can change it up a bit. Dinosaurs. Go for it. Array. You just whatever you want. You be creative, you know. It's cooking. It's being creative. Yes. Okay, so you sprinkle more flour on the on your clean work surface with your clean hands. Yes. And then you roll the dough out until it says here, roll the dough out until it is about five millimeters, a quarter of an inch thick. I see. Hey, wait a minute, I thought that's a fifth of an inch. Wait, what's it going on? I'm not listening, really. One inch is 2.54 centimetres, I think, which would make right. it a fifth of an inch. Um, but there you go. So about half a centimetre thick. I'll just give you some time to write this down, because uh, he's gone. Oh, I've already written it down. I was just thinking about just Nice. I, I can forgive you for that. And then you cut them out. Okay. And then you bake them. Obviously, oh you like... How, how would you bake them? Like, how long for? You bake them for about 10 minutes. Although you could go up to 15 minutes. Oh, 
just until until they're how you like them, okay? If you like them being sort of hard, rock hard, yeah, you could have them raw if you want. Please don't do that. Um, <laughs> it's a terrible idea. But um, until until they're golden, they're not raw. You can tell if they're raw because they will be raw in the middle. But yeah, about 10 to 15 minutes, basically. 10 to 15 minutes, I hate you. And don't check them at 8. Check them at, like, at 10. Because I'm I'm already yeah. compensating for you wanting to check early. The recipe says 12 to 15. But obviously, you got to check early. So I've compensated that for you. So you check at 10. Ten minutes. Um, so once they're good, you just put them on the wire rack, leave them to cool, and you could ice them if you want. I don't typically ice them because you put the icing on, and like if you put decorations on, they fall off instantly because I can't get decorations to stay on gingerbread men. Um, Generally, you wait for it to cool first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put like Smarties on and stick them on with the icing, they fall off like 10 seconds later. Right. It's a mess. Um, okay. But that's what that's what I do. You could do whatever you want, really. I'm not gonna. Wild. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they'll be they'll be fine as they are, mm. and then you just make the other half the dough. Like, whenever they run out, and you've got the munchies again, or whatever it is you do. Gorgeous. Uh, that is it. That is the simple, the simple but effective gingerbread recipe. James's gingerbread. Grand. Do you know why I call it James's gingerbread? Because it's yours. Yeah. But actually, right. it's because I add, it, it's because I add the, uh, the cinnamon. If you don't add the cinnamon, then it is a word-for-word -word copy of the gingerbread biscuits recipe in Usborne Cookery School's Cakes and Cookies for Beginners, which is a oh. one of the greatest cookbooks of our generation. If I don't, if you don't mind me saying, I know some might consider that slander in the world of beginners' cookery books. I'm sure. I'm sure many people will side with you. Yes, it is a fantastic book that you should get. And that's that's a simple recipe. There's so many good ones in here. Flapjacks. There's a flapjacks recipe with four ingredients. There's fruity buns. I think that fruity buns recipe has actually been in um, an episode of, of one of my videos, actually. I think I scanned the recipe and I sent it to Liam. Shoe buns, brownies, obviously, banana and nut slices. This is, it's amazing. Marble cake. There is a great marble cake recipe in here. We'll have to go through it some other time. Yeah. A six-ingredient delicious marble cake. Uh, I actually, I told Liam about that. I think, and he said, he said marble cake is supposed to be lemon and chocolate. 
but it's orange and chocolate. What's wrong with him? He just doesn't know. Really? He just doesn't know what goes in a um a marble cave because he's a liability. Liability Liam. Liability Kronk. So, are you are you ever going to make this recipe? You should. It's something Maybe. else. You never know. You should definitely. It is. I should. Mm, top banana. In fact, I think I think he did. I remember. Huh? I remember we did the second episode of this, but it was awful, so I deleted it. I think we might have done this recipe. And I think you might have made some. Well, I mean, if I did, didn't really remember it, so clearly okay. it didn't go well. Well, no, that's your fault. That's you being incorrect, because it's a fantastic it's recipe. I do. Right. Um, so next time, I think now we've established the formula. The formula is in place. I think we could go for... What? Wait, you have a recipe. You say the ingredients. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 said. yeah. Do the method. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. I mean, that seems oddly similar to what we've been doing previously, because that's how most of them are standardised. Exactly, Why don't yes. You just do it with the method first, then the ingredients. Mix it up a bit. Maybe, maybe we will, but it's out of our control now because the, f the formula is that there'll be a special guest on. A different person will come each week and tell us their recipe. Right. So they. they going to be? I don't know. Probably Jack. Right. Do you remember him? When was the last time you spoke to him? Flat Jack. Nice. I hope so, the wrong bit though. But yeah. Nice. That's good. That's you are a yeah. wit. You are. You're an absolute wit. Um, but yeah, I reckon it's gonna be, it's gonna be amazing. This is gonna be your route to success through me. Um, is the Edible Things podcast. It's going to be the most successful cooking podcast on iTunes. Right. I don't know what other ones there are, so I can't really... No, I don't um, either. I don't listen to podcasts apart from Triforce. Um, cooking podcasts. Search that up on... I don't listen to podcasts. I think they're outdated. Outdated? They're new. It's a new thing. They were like 2008 or something, I don't know. What? 2000? Who was making... Yeah. What I podcast were there in 2000? There's one called Spilled Milk. Um, Spilled Milk. Oh no! These are all by actual chefs. Like... A America's Test Kitchen. Um, Mario Batali. I don't know who that is. <laughs> it, it could be Burnt Toast by Food52. Um, that, that's not a name of a person. No. Food52 is not a person. No, it's not, is it? No. Jonathan Gold, Pulitzer Prize winning critic. Jonathan Gold. That's great, but I still have no idea who the fuck he is. I don't either, no. Oh, um... He there's latimes.com slash food slash Jonathan Gold and you can see oh. all about Jonathan Gold. I s there's not a photo of him. I don't know what he looks like. I can chat with Jonathan Gold bot now. Oh, 
I'm going to chat with him now. Oh my god. I'm about to message Jonathan Gold. What are you going to message him? What are you going to say to Jonathan Gold? Um, please listen to my podcast. No, because then he'll steal your recipe and then he'll put it on his channel. Oh my god, he will! Oh no. Alright. You can't just do that. Jonathan Gold, he'll have to wait for another day. Lest he steal my idea of an original cooking show where we go through recipes. I know not many cooking shows do that. Go through recipes. Yes, they just talk about girls and shopping. (laughs) Okay, that is inappropriate. We don't encourage that kind of that kind of mentality in uh, edible things. Sponsored by Audible.com. Those are the book people. Yes. Fam- famous for being everywhere. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon we could actually do more than one of these a year if we really put our minds to it. Wow. I have. Yeah, exactly. I've forgotten how to publish them, so. Um, I remember I had a SoundCloud account, but I think I think SoundCloud went went bust, didn't it? I don't know. I don't really know. Oh no, it's um, it's still a thing. It's still a thing. There is a SoundCloud for Audible things, and you can even sign up to our RSS feed. So every time there's a new Edible things, you can get notified. Wowie. And you can download it on iTunes and. Uh, Listen to it on your yeah yeah exactly on your daily com commerce. Fantastic. Commute. Commute. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Commerce is a trading. Yes. Yes. But hey, maybe some people do have a daily commerce. The daily, the daily commerce at the business factory. Mm. As a reference. The um business factories. Yes. Alright, good job. Good job. Good yes. job team. Yes. Good job. It's just a, it's just over half an hour long. A record oh. record length for a podcast. Oh. I know. Most podcasts, you know, barely go over ten minutes, but ours is half an hour long. Important. Yes. So we'll see you next time.